Most kids coming out of school today can't read and write, can't think, can't research, can't record, can't, can't, can't. But they're educated. To get a job, they can't do. And go to college and graduate and get a degree that they, no jobs for them. We have messed up this country. Because while we slept, the enemy sowed tares. In the courts, humanistic fairness laws are being made, which are contrary to biblical laws of justice and mercy. You'll hear a lot about the politicians talking about everything's got to be fair. It's got to be fair, fair, not fair. It's not fair for those 99% of the people not to have something, and that 1% has it all. So we'll take care of that and make it fair. Have you heard anything like that lately? This was 33 years ago. Even a legal system must, by its very nature, have a religious foundation. Because all education has to have, why do you believe what you believe? What's right, what's wrong? Why do you hold the view that you hold? So, laws legislate morality, either God's or man's. So there's man's morality and there's God's morality. You say you can't legislate morality. What do you call the moral law? The Ten Commandments. It's a moral law, what's right and what's wrong. And why do we have laws made by man? They're teaching their morality, what they consider to be right and wrong. And many things that were right because we believed the Bible now are wrong because people don't believe the Bible. So those are old-fashioned views, and they need to be replaced. And this is what we're doing. So God's law promotes life. Their law will destroy it will destroy the individual. It destroys the home. It destroys the church. It destroys our country. We're not the same country we used to be. Humanistic evolution reduces man to a species of an animal. Because if there's no God, then man is just the highest form of an animal. That's all he is. And you do what you do by instinct, so therefore it's not your fault. You're made that way. Courts-based on humanism, justify killing unborn and handicapped children and punish doctors and hospitals which do not cooperate. This is being done. Doctors are afraid to do certain things. They're afraid of lawsuits every time you turn around. And there's people that are so happy, sue anybody over anything. We're afraid that, you know, you're going to sue somebody about something. Well, now, when it's right and it's biblical, there is a place for that. In 1973, Supreme Court decision legalized abortion was based on humanistic reasoning. That's just a blob. It's just tissue. It's just a fetus. It's, no, God says that's a child. That holy thing which shall be called the Son of God, that's a child in that mother's womb. At the point of conception, David says, Psalms 51, there's many of these things in the last 30 years that have happened. A lot worse than what we're talking about even here. But these are things, when I was cleaning out my, my room, I came across some of my notes that I've had, and I preached them years ago. And, and I thought, this is today. This is going on now. Except this is, what we see now is a fulfillment of seeds that they sowed long time ago and showed what their plans and what their goals were. Nothing in this is up to date. All of this is something from 30-something years ago. The Attorney General of Delaware issued a 
opinion stated that a doctor who had failed to kill two unborn babies with lethal saline injection could be sued for criminal malpractice. So now they change it where they'll just take them out part by part. Rip that baby to shreds and crush their skull and pull them out. That's a wicked thing to do in America. And yet, while good men slept, evil people are taking over our country. Indiana court parents and hospital allowed an unwanted newly born child to starve to death. David Gibbs Law Firm was involved with Shivo, something like that from down here. They did the same thing not long ago. The scriptural principle, not just design, but authority. The inspired Word of God is the final authority for our life. On the rule of faith, what we believe, and practice how we live. So the Word of God is our foundation on how we should live. Therefore, we want laws that protect us by giving us the right, the freedom to live those laws and punish those who would take those rights that God gave us away. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. And if it was good for then, it's good for now. The word of God has not changed. But people are trying to change our country by changing our laws to fit their new religion. Humanism recognizes that man's religious culture and civilization, as clearly depicted by anthropology and history, is the product of a gradual development due to his interaction with his natural environment and with his social heritage. The individual born into a particular culture is largely molded to that culture. So that the reason that people are doing what they're doing is because there's always a good excuse. Those people wouldn't have rioted up there if they hadn't been treated bad. No, it's sin. Sin. A man is responsible for his actions. Not blame him on somebody else. There is a responsibility that people have gotten away from. Children are no longer responsible. A lot of parents are no longer responsible. It's not their fault. Humanism asserts that the nature of the universe depicted by modern science makes unacceptable any supernatural or cosmic guarantees of human values. In other words, Human values that we talk about, of having the values the Bible talks about, say it can't come from anywhere except from man. So all of those other values that we talk about have to be discarded. So they have to have a, a re-evaluation, value clarification. It's got to be redone. And this is what the movement has been doing. We are convinced that the time has passed for theism, which is a belief in God, but by divine revelation. But deism is also a belief in God, but not by a divine revelation. So there's uh, a God, but, uh, you know, we don't know who he is or what is that. And you can't never know nothing divine, no revelation. But you have all these things. That say, we need to change all of this. This is stated. This is one of their tenets in their religion. Humanistic value clarifications courses indoctrinate children to reject the authority of God and of their parents. This is what they do. All traces of Christianity are being removed from public schools and institutions by the misapplication of the idea of separation of church and state. This was 30-something years ago. And this was their goal. How are they doing? They're doing a lot better than we are. Because God's people have gone to sleep. 
and not taking their responsibilities seriously. And the most precious thing in the world to us, we have given it to the humanist educators. Now, a lot of them, they say, well, I know a lot of people that teach in the public schools, and they're not like that. I know, but it's what they can't teach. They can't teach the Bible. They can't teach and have prayer with those kids in the school. They can't teach right and wrong according to the Bible. You see, the absence of truth leaves a lie. What does kids need when they are growing up more than anything else in the world is to be taught the truth. The word is truth. Thy word is truth. That's truth. We want to remove truth from our schools. Truth out of our educators and our teachers and our principals. What are you left with? That emptiness, that void is going to be filled with a false God and a false religion. And so now they teach evolution in our schools. And you know what I'm saying is true. And it is the truth. Marriages and families are being destroyed by liberalization of divorce laws. No faults. No, it's nobody's fault. Family is being attacked by children's rights laws. No, their children, they got rights. Christian parents are being sued for giving their children a godly education. I was involved up there in Nebraska, where over a thousand preachers showed up. They had taken seven fathers and put them in the jail because they had their kids in a Christian school. And we went up there and we did everything we could, and they finally changed that a little bit. I had to fight the very same thing in Colorado. But it didn't take, after I left, five years later, the state legislator passed laws, and they're right back to where they were going to originally because they need somebody had voiced an opinion and stood up to it. And I was involved in that. That's why I had that little booklet that I had made up on the historical Republican philosophy of American Christian education. 1982 that I did that book, 33 years ago. We are accountable to a holy God for every word, thought, and deed which violates His moral standards. God's Word is true. It teaches us the responsibility that we have, how to restrain that old fleshly nature that we have. But you see, the world, they don't know about that old sinful nature we have. They think, well, in every individual is a spark of divinity. And all we got to do is just fan it a little bit, and it'll take off and grow, and then you'll be fine. It's society's fault. If we could just change society, you wouldn't be jealous and envious of people who have more than you if they didn't have more than you. So let's take it away from them and give it to you. Won't you be happier? Well, not if you're the one that had it. <laughs> Until after a while, nobody has anything. Everybody will be poor. That's what goes on in communist countries. Is that what we want? This is what they're after? But see, they don't follow it to its logical conclusion. Because the only alternative to this way of thinking is God's way. And they want to go their own way. The Bible says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth. That means to suppress the truth in unrighteousness. And they want to suppress it. That's why they don't want Christians running for office. You watch and see anybody who professes anything about the Lord and values and so on running for office and see how they're attacked by the other side. Just, just watch it. Just, just listen to it. And then they want to try to find any little dirt they can on what they do. 
And then other people can, man, they can do everything in the book. And not a word is said. Why? Because they have their religion. They have their faith. They have their beliefs. They're all working together. Religion consists of these actions, purposes, and experiences which are humanly significant. Nothing human is alien to the religion. In other words, their religion boils down to just you and society and what we do as for the common good and it has nothing to do outside of that. So there isn't anything outside of man that determines why man does what he does. So let's just all believe the same thing, and we'll all share in everything. Religious humanism considers the complete realization of human personality to be the end of man's life and seeks its development and fulfillment in the here and now. So this is all there is, folks. You see, there is no heaven, there's no hell. There's no life after death. So why not do as much as you can, do whatever you want to do, satisfy that old sinful nature, and let's pass laws to give us the freedom so we'll be free. It's like a train that wants to get off the tracks because I want to climb over that hill and go out through that, you know, that land out there and run around on the grass. But if that train gets off the track, it ain't going anywhere. There's certain things that God has made in His Word. You want true freedom? It's fulfilling the responsibilities that God has given to us. In place of the old attitudes involved in worship and prayer, the humanist finds his religious emotions expressed in a heightened sense of personal life and is a co in, in, in a cooperative effort to promote social well-being. Everything is socialized. Everything's got to be that way. So now we have people that are even preaching social gospel. And everything is it's, it's a social you know, let's just all get along. There is no right and wrong. Let's just love everybody. Sin? There's no such thing as sin. So they're changing things. I'm a little bit too old-fashioned. I guess maybe I'm just a little bit further down the road. I'm not about to change. I know what I believe. And I'm going to stay that way. The next statement. It follows that there will be no uniquely religious emotions and attitudes of the kind hitherto associated with belief in the supernatural. In other words, there's no reason for believing in the supernatural. This is their religion. And this is a stated religion by the Supreme Court, and this is the religion that's permeating our Christian schools and teaching that there is no such God. That's why they don't want Christianity in school. You know they can have the Muslims go... They teach all kinds of stuff that, because they don't have no confidence in that anyway. Because it's breaking down. And they'll pass laws that will shut us all out, the Christians. When God's moral standards removed, humanists can justify adultery. You can justify anything you want. You can justify homosexuality, incest, and other forms of perversion. When you read in Romans in chapter 1, 26 through 28, men with men, women with women. But now, isn't that wonderful? They love each other. But isn't it a shame when Christians are adopting the religion of humanist? And instead of serving the Lord with all their heart, they adopt the philosophy that the humanists are talking about. 
living their lives like there is no God, there's no right and wrong, there is no morality, there's no consequence of the sin, and just do whatever you want to do because this is all there is. And there's Christians that are doing exactly the same thing. They have traded the true and living God and worshipped a false God. It's the same reason that God chastened His people Israel over and over again. And like that guy says, the problem that we've had in America is because the pulpit won't tell the people the truth. If you come here, I'm going to do my dead level best to teach you the principles that are found in this book and what God says is right and what God says is wrong and what sin is, and I'm not going to budge one iota. If you want some sissy, go down the street, but not here. Because I believe this is important, and I believe that God's going to hold me responsible for what I teach. Ownership. Who owns you? All that I am and have belongs to God and must be used according to His purpose. Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which you have of God, and you're not your own. For you've been bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God. You belong to the Lord. Therefore God says you don't take your body and join it to a harlot. Or joined to somebody you're not married to. You're not married, you're not to have sex with them. Is that clear? It's wrong. You can't make it right. Well, everybody, it does, and that's wrong. Stop it. Just stop it. Because it's not right. You're going to face God one day, and so am I. But at least I want you to know, you have a, a friend that loves you enough to tell you the truth. And I will talk about sin, and it's wicked, and what you need to do to correct the problem. Man will learn to face the crisis of life in terms of his knowledge in their, of their naturalness and probability. Reasonable and manly attitudes will be fostered by education and supported by custom. In other words, don't have to look beyond man for any of the answers of what you want. Man has the answers, and by your education and your getting along with other people and you learn and you adapt and all that, that's, that's what you learn how what's right and wrong. We learn what's right and wrong by going to that book. That book says what's right, and that book says what's wrong. And God wrote that book. Therefore, I would rather worship God that wrote the book than man because I've seen enough of what man does. Man goes downhill. Man destroys everything. Believing that religion must work increasingly for joy in living. Religious humanists aim to foster the creative in man and to encourage achievements that add to the satisfaction of life. And this is all there is, folks. So eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we diet. Die. Religious Humanism maintains that all associations and institutions exist for the fulfillment of human life. All institutions. That's why they have permeated all schools, universities, down even to the kindergarten. And you say, well, it doesn't matter. They're, they're not. What do you think a teacher is going to teach? You teach what you believe. And the things that you can't teach because they got laws against teaching... The kids won't learn. A kid should be taught the truth. Remember the tripod system? A little stool? If one of those legs is missing, that stool is going down. And so what is taught at home, and school, 
and church should be the same thing. If one of those is wrong, we're responsible. So that's why it should be exactly the same. And if we do these things right, government will take care of itself. But you see, we don't have people who are geared toward what God has to say. And therefore, we're going to get the leaders we deserve. So, this is what is going on. Rejecting God's ownership leads man to the pursuit of death. Because we're going to destroy our life. We're going to destroy our churches. We're going to destroy our country. We're going to destroy our homes. And many are destroyed. Humanistic permissiveness has made suicide the number one cause of teenage death. 82. Immorality has produced an epidemic of venereal disease. Remember, it was all talking about AIDS and so forth like that? Well, they simply changed the name, but the damage is still done. Do you know what? Now, just listen to me for a second. I believe if a man and a woman are pure, get married, and love each other and stay faithful to each other, do you know there's a lot of diseases and so forth that will never come to them? It's called abstinence before marriage and purity in marriage. And we will have all these things going on. Look at the bills that there are today because of abortion and children being born without their dad there to raise the kids and help those kids and to be their leader they ought to be. No, it's, it's destructive, destroying our country. And our nation is not going to be able to survive. Somewhere along the line, somebody's got to learn what's right and what's wrong and use that book as the guide, and you'd be surprised the difference we can make in this nation if people started loving their kids like they ought to and being the kind of parents that they ought to be and being the right example. And sometimes we mess up. Sometimes we fail. But I think we at least ought to try. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these other things will be taken care of. We seek to do what's right. I believe the day will come when I, as a pastor, am going to go to jail for what I'm teaching. I can see the handwriting on the wall. But if they'll do that to me, they'll do it to every other pastor in this country. Can you imagine? They're going to pass laws to keep me from doing something that's right. That our founding fathers fought to give us the freedom to do. And they want to wipe that all away because we're having a false religion, a secular, humanistic religion taken over in our country. The humanists are firmly convinced that existing profit-motivated society has shown itself to be inadequate and that a radical change in methods, controls, and motives must be instituted. This is what's going on in our government. This is what you hear about when you're listening to the news and what people are saying about all this profit and the corporate and it's to destroy capitalism, to destroy the will of the American people to produce, to work hard, because they'll take away whatever you have. Sooner or later, they're going to get it all. A social and cooperative economic order must be established to the end that the equitable distribution, you hear anything about we need to redistribute the wealth, this is their religion, and they're in place of leadership, and they're controlling our country, and this is what they're after. They're going to keep on to take all the money you got and give it to the people that don't have it, and then we'll all be happy. They're going to bring a utopia into this world. 
Do you believe that? I believe the great tribulation is right around the corner. And before that hits, I believe the rapture is going to take place when we caught and taken out of here. I can't wait. The goal of humanism is a free and universal society in which people voluntarily and intelligently cooperate for the common good. Humanists demand a shared life in a shared world. Heard those words lately? Those are words that they're saying on the news. This is what politicians are talking about. This is what goes on in Congress. This philosophy. This was done 30-something years ago. And it's exactly a carbon copy of what's been taking place in our country. We assert that humanism will affirm life rather than deny it. This is what they say. It will seek to elicit the possibilities of life, not flee from it. Endeavor to establish the conditions of a satisfactory life for all, not merely for a few, but for everybody. Let's just all be the same. Yeah, and those who are lead are going to have all the power and all the money. And you're going to be the poor. Watch and see. Now you know. Now you know. The political goal of religious humanism is a one-world government controlled by man and not God. World government requires control of all money. Thus, humanists attack free enterprise, private ownership, and family or business assets. Just watch and listen to them talk about how they're going to tax more and more. And all the damage they're going to do. This is what it's coming from. This is a philosophy. But it's not biblical. It's not going to support our country and sustain our country. It will destroy our country. God has allowed humanism to motivate Christians to acknowledge their transgression, ours and our forefathers, and correct them if possible. I don't know if it's too late or not. I don't know. All I know is whatever is right, I want to do right. If I know what's right, I'm willing to do right and suffer the consequences for it. Established the basic learning centers of education, the home, the church, and the school, and is unified under the God of the Bible, the three-pong. Learn scriptural principles and live by them. Learn to stand alone if necessary as individuals, couples, families, churches, and businesses. Has the people of America accepted the secular religion of humanism in light of what I'm talking about? Would you say that America has accepted the secular religion of humanism? If you look and see what they're doing, this was their stated goal. They have achieved it, and it's not over. Has the people of God forsaken the Lord to become the God of their own life? Do you think it's possible for God's children to forsake the true and living God and live their life the way they want to live it? I hate to answer that. Now, Whenever God's people abandon scriptural principle, God raises up a heathen power to judge them. Uh, do we deserve what's happening? You stop and think about it, just like in Israel. Because they did not do what God says to do, God let them suffer the consequences. And when God's children are half-hearted and not totally dedicated to serving God and just playing little games, He said, I would you hot or cold? He said, but you're lukewarm. You're like fence straddlers. You can't make up your mind which side to get on. Well, I really want to serve the Lord or just half-heartedly. That's something that every person has to decide for themselves. All I know is this. Joshua made the statement, as for me, my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. All I can say is for me and Betty, we're going to just, we're going to serve the Lord. But we know that there's a lot of damage coming down the road. We can see it coming. 
And maybe you can, maybe you can't. I hope that you understand where I'm coming from.